that are here. Bishop Blake has given us a wonderful theme for the last couple of years or so. And in this 107th Holy Convocation, we are yet following his theme for the women of our church. And we say with the help of Mother Lewis and the committee, the program committee, we came up with the theme, Women Anointed to Affect Change in a Deeply Depressed and Troubled World. And uh, I scratched down below that that said, it is a time for building and renewal. We have heard the call of God to respond to our bishops lead in theme and the theme for this church. Dr. White came this morning and she just really stirred the house up. And so I stand before you today just to talk with you. You know, I, I, I'm not going to try to uh, preach. Of course, they say we don't preach, uh, you know. <laughs> Teach. Whatever, but I know one thing, Jesus tells us to go and tell. So I'm just going to say a little something to you today. Concerning the power of togetherness. The power of togetherness. We are called to minister to this world. And as women, we are noted as Weaker vessels. But when I sum it up, we ain't all that weak. Or we don't have to be weak. Because when we bond together, we are strong. I've learned a lesson from two points. That is snowflakes and ants. Snowflake. It's very fragile, and I've said this time before. But when it all comes down and stick together, they are powerful force because they paralyze the city where nothing can move, automobile, trains, what have you. And then I had uh, an incident that happened, happened uh, to me in my home where I live, my little house out in the country, I don't have running water, it's a city water, but I have a deep, deep well that supplies my house and the other two houses there beside mine, my family lived in. And uh, it worked well for all the years, 40 some years, 50 years or so we've been there. But one day I discovered that my water didn't come on. You know, you turn the faucet and no water came. And we wonder what in the world went on here. And we found out that the breaker box, the switch on the breaker box, and one of them was flipped. We didn't know what happened. But when my grandson, the other grandson, went and looked, it was a pile of dirt that the ant had built to where when it got to the switch, it Flip the switch. So all my current in my house was off. 
So if ants has enough strength to get together and had enough power to paralyze my home, I know that when these more than three million women of the Church of God in Christ gets together, pray together, and decide to cooperate one with the other, if Ant could do that, what do you think we could do? I want to challenge you today to let's follow the direction of our leader and empower ourselves or ask God to empower us so that we could do the job that is asked and expected of us. Psalms 133 and 1 says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren, and I think I can insert sisters, to dwell together in unity. Psalms 131 and 1 said, Behold, how good it is for brethren, but we say sisters also. If we team up, to do the work of the Lord, we can do a great job. Teamwork makes the dream work. And I found out there is no I in the word team. We have to be together to make a team. A team is owned by its members. When every member, how many members did I say? When every member of the team takes ownership, good things happen. There is one body, but many parts. Jesus prayed that we be one. And in so doing, we can do greater things for God. There's no doubt that God can get the job done without us. But since he chose to involve us as women, we want to do the best job that we can do. If you agree with me, say amen. amen. Paul consistently gave, gave tribute to those who work with him, acknowledging their contribution. So it's not no one person get the credit for anything. He included many in his deliverance that were helpers to him. So today I stand to challenge the women of the Church of God in Christ. Let us, as never before, in this troubled time, let's, well, seek first of all to be anointed of God by the Holy Ghost. Because in our own strength, we can't do anything. But under the anointing of God, God will give us power to do great things. And we will have the power to change the course of this world. In our deeply distressed and troubled world, God can deliver. If only we would get together, cry, and pray. So... Let us raise the torch of our predecessors that was left for us. Dad Mason 
and the other bishops that serve it here, Mother Robinson and, and the supervisor that have served, they have raised the torch to a height that will help us to go higher in this Church of God in Christ ministry. All we need to do is be united. Somebody say united. Somebody say together we stand and divided we fall. We are united to force our forces together as never before. We need to do it as never before. We are to bound ourselves together and answer the call that our presiding bishop has given us and that God has given us. I hear the word of the Lord in Isaiah 40 and 9. It says, O Zion, that bringeth good tidings, get thee up on the high mountain, O Jerusalem, that bring good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength. Lift it up. Be not afraid. Say unto the city of Judah, Behold your God. Women, it's no time to be frightened. I'm not a man. I don't want to be one. Because God did not make me one. But that don't mean I have to be weak. Because spiritual strength comes from God. And God is of no respect a person if we would just call on him and let him know that we are dependent on him. He will certainly help us. So if it ever was a time for us to say to the world, behold our God. You're trying to make it on your own. You're doing things that you feel you want to do. But in all thy ways, we need to acknowledge him. How many know it's important that we acknowledge God? Sometimes we miss out because we think that we're all that. Yes, we got our little education and we got great experience and we think we're doing fine. But without God, I say without God, we can't do nothing. So what we need to do is humble ourselves under the hand of God, the mighty hand of God, and ask him to help us. Can we say, help me, Lord? Come on, say again, help me, Lord. I don't know about you, but I've heard the call. I've heard the call of our presiding bishop. And in my heart, I heard the voice of God calling us, telling us to come on up. Stop playing pity parties, feeling sorry for ourselves and complaining about one thing and then another. We need to shake ourselves from the dust and move on and do the work that God has given us. Women, we are anointed to affect change in this deeply distressed world. I say we are anointed. Come on, say, anoint me, Lord. Because when God gives you the anointing, it doesn't matter where you are, the anointed will work. All we got to do is keep it in our heart. The Lord has anointed me. I don't know about you, but he has anointed me. He's given me good tidings. And tell me that he loves me. And he challenged me to do what I can to change the world condition. When I look at what's happening in our world today, in our community, and around it grieves our heart. And we wonder, Lord, what's going to happen next? Young people are dying like flies. 
And we wonder what can we do. We look at the church. Sometimes we have drifted away from the basic foundation of the church. Amen. Well, I'm from the old school. They told me when I got saved, I had to call Jesus. And I had to ask him to fill me with his Holy Ghost. They told me I had to fast and pray. Revival now. I'm going to get off right now. Revival sometimes is not revival. It's a fundraising effort. But we need to go back to the old time way. God will provide. He'll make the way. It's not about the dollars and the cents. It's about the soul of people. I've said it in our church. We have a fairly nice church. But in the process, we didn't leave no space for an altar. I mean, you know, you can come up and kneel down on the steps. But there's no altar. We don't have altar service much no more. The main line for revival is call them up, slap them inside their head, and send them back to their seat. But I'm glad that they told me to say Jesus. They told me I needed him. And they told me to call him like I needed him. And they laugh about it now. It sounds like you're calling chicken or something. But whatever it was, I'm glad I learned how to call him. Because I called Jesus until he came and took over my life. Took over my mind. And gave me a mind to do right. And I tell you what, it's good to know that you can call Jesus until you feel him on the inside. But I'm praying for the day that the church will take its rightful place and if so we can turn the condition of this world around thank you lord tuesday and friday was fast day i don't know where that has gone but hobby ever there's power in praying it's power in fasting it's power in a united force, no contests. I'm trying to beat you and you're trying to beat me. If we get enough Jesus on the inside, we wouldn't care who gets the credit. Just so God gets the glory. Hallelujah. And never mind what kind of evangelist I am. If God doesn't work, we wouldn't have done nothing but sweat ourselves up trying to get a word out. But when God comes in, he will do the work for us. Together, we can help to change this world. We can move it from one stage to another. I'm not sure exactly what was happening in Isaiah day, but he said to us to get up on the high mountain. Not to be a big shot, but get up high in the spirit. Say to your neighborhood, say to your world, behold our God. The God that I serve can save. 
The God that I serve can change lives, change minds, give peace where there is confusion. The God that I serve. So I challenge the women of God. We have many of them that are coming in as leaders of the jurisdiction. We have many evangelists, missionaries here. But let's take another look at the way our ministry is going. And be sure that we do ministry that will affect the condition of our world. Amen. We can have it all going nice, but if the power of the Holy Ghost is not with us, we're not going to be doing much. The Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek, and those that has bind up to bind up the broken spirit and to proclaim liberty to the captives and to open prisons to them that abound. Do you not know some people are not actually in the prison per se building, but they're in prison because Satan has captured them and they can't live right, they can't do right, they can't live the kind of life that they should. But oh, when we cry out to God, and ask God to deliver us. Anybody want to be delivered today? Oh, God, please deliver my soul. And that's the message we need to carry from day to day, the message of deliverance. Proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God. Pray that those who are mourning will be comforted. The hearts of mothers are being stressed today because of the devil taking over, even sometimes to the extent of taking the lives of their young one. If their lives are not taken, their whole spirit and attitude is taken to where they don't even hardly know what to do. But when we learn to call on God, anybody know about calling on God? Those songs we used to sing back there, call on Jesus, he'll answer prayer. Call him like you want him. He'll answer prayer. Call him like you need him. On the high mountain because death has come into our windows. Come into our windows to cut off our children from without. How many youngsters are dying in our world today? Some are committing suicide. Since I left home, the message is one of my wonderful church sisters in the Lord, grandson and son, got the news that he took his own life. Mother save and sanctify. They get up in a little destiny, don't want to be under that kind of prediction, so they move away and move to their death. But the God that we serve can help us. And I love the hymn that said, ask the Savior to help us to comfort, to strengthen, and to keep us. Somebody say he's able. Do you think he's able? He's able to carry us through. And sometimes you can't say anything but Lord, help me. 
Anybody need his help? Help me, Lord. Help me on my job. Help me at school. Help me in church. Because sometimes the devil move right in church and get on the front seat. Sometimes I get in the amen corner in the missionary circle. And instead of us being grateful for each other and helping each other, we get a jealous spirit. But jealousy will not help us. Jealousy will destroy us. Jealousy would divide us. So we want to love one another and be together as sisters and brothers in the Lord. We are not in a concert, contest. We're in a concert. We want to win. Do I have any women want to win? You want to win the battle for Jesus? You can't win it, missionaries fighting each other. We've got to get together. So I challenge you to let's ask the Savior to help us. Come on, say, help me, Lord. Help us, Lord. Bind us together with cords that cannot be broken. Bind us together with love. And when we all get together, somebody say, we can do what? Put the devil on a run. Amen? But when we divide, when we are divided and we have this concern about each other, we're not going to do a good job. Paul consistently gave tribute to those who work with him, acknowledge their contribution, and we got to learn to appreciate people working with us. I'm not trying to be a star. I'm just trying to be a servant. Because one day when it's all over, no recognition is going to be given to stars in heaven. But I heard the word say you would hear, well done, good, and faithful servant. We are indeed living in the last days. It is high time to put away our differences and concentrate on uniting our forces together. I don't know about you, we are female, but we don't have to be weak. I said we don't have to be weak. We could be strong in our mind, strong in our attitude, strong, I mean godly strong. I'm not talking about the other kind. And pool our thoughts together and we could do a job for the Lord. I hear the voice of the Lord says, come unto me. All you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Sometimes we feel restless. Like we don't know which way to go, but God will take care of that. We're going to concentrate on keeping death away from our enemy, or from our window rather. Amen? And we're going to cling to one another as servants of the Lord and do a great job for the Lord. The Holy Ghost is available. The Holy Ghost is not out of date yet. It's not out of date yet. All we need to do is call him. And if you're embarrassed to call him at church because somebody would think you're old-timey, get in your bathroom.
in your bedroom and call him like you need him. Jesus, save my soul. Jesus, give me power. Jesus, give me strength to endure hardness as a good soldier. I want to make a difference in this world. I want the world to know that I am a saint of God. And we must act like saints. Talk like saints. Look like saints. The world is changing. I said the world is changing. But that don't mean God has changed. We are changing. I'm challenging the women of the God. God has got so much in store for us. And he's ready to use us. We've got to give. We've got the talent. And we don't need to waste time doing silly things. We just need to go according to God's word. And if we go that way, God will bless us. I challenge every one of you to get the yes, Lord, back in your spirit. The yes, Lord. The obedient spirit. Yes, Lord. I hear your word. Yes, Lord. I hear you speaking to my heart. Yes, Lord. I want you to have your way in my soul. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. I'll do what you want me to do. I'll say what you want me to say. I live like you want me to live because I am a witness for you and I'm inclined to go all the way. I hear your word that has said to get up on the high mountain. Not a natural mountain, but in a spiritual realm. I want to get as high as I can in God. Call me roly, holy, roly, whatever you want to call me, old-fashioned. But it's nothing like having the Spirit of God a dwelling in your soul. It's nothing like waking up in the night and hear the voice of God. Feel the presence of God. It's nothing like knowing that he walks with you and he talks with you and he lets you know that you're his own. Oh, sometimes I feel him embracing me. I feel his arm around me. And then I cry out to him and said, one of the old songs, Lord, I'm in your care. With your loving arms around me, no evil can harm me. Lord, I'm in your care. It doesn't matter what the devil says, I'm in your care. It doesn't matter what my neighbor says, I'm in your care. And I say, yes, Lord, yes to your will. Yes to your way. Have your way in me. Use me, Lord. I want to help to turn this world around. My testimony. Oh, do we have testimony? Thank you, Lord. The old testimony from the old women of God has settled in my heart today, but we don't even hear testimony. So the younger women don't know what to do when they're going through. Because they don't hear us talking about the power to go through. But I'm glad to say, one day I was sinking deep in 
sin, far from the peaceful shore, many doubts within. I was seeking to rise no more, but the master of the sea, he heard my despair and cry, and from the waters, he lifted me. I say he lifted me. No matter how short I look, he's lifted me. And sometimes I feel like I'm floating because he lifted me from sin and shame. Gave me a mind to serve him. When I was about to lose my mind, worrying about circumstances in a marriage. Didn't know whether I was gonna make it or not. On Valium for two years, trying to hold my nerve together. But oh, when I call on God. He took away the stress and gave me peace. And I tell you what, it don't, it, it gonna take a whole lot to disturb me now. Because I know that there's a God that I serve. He walks with me. He talks with me. He embraces me. He gives me direction. And I'm glad to say that I'm all right now. I say I'm all right now. Through the storm, through the rain, I'm all right now because I got Jesus. Anybody know his name? Come on, say Jesus. I say Jesus. He's the rock of my salvation. Jesus. He's my doctor in the sick room. Jesus, he's my friend that I can tell exactly how I feel. I don't want to tell others how I feel sometimes, but I can tell Jesus. I can tell him all. Trials great and trials small. I let him know that I need you. Every day, every hour, I need you. And I don't feel bad to let him know I need his blessing. And I say, oh, bless me. Now, my Savior, I come to thee. Anybody need his blessing? Can we just with one voice say, Lord, I need your blessing. I need your help. I need your help with my children. I need your help with my grandchildren. I need your help in my community. And God that we serve. He looks low. He is sitting high, but he looks low. And he comes to your rescue. All you have to do is call him. We are in the last day. And it's high time that we put away differences. Saints don't have time to have differences. Because as I forementioned, we're not in a contest. We're in a concert. And all we want is someone to win. Let's unite our force and work for Jesus as never before. Dr. White gave us some wonderful instruction this morning that we would bind ourselves together and bring help to bring deliverance to those that are lost. God is counting on us to rise to the occasion and to achieve all that he has for us to do. And we used to pray that prayer, Lord, what would you have me to do? But rather than now, we complain about what we are supposed to do. But down in my soul, 
I'm saying, I'm still saying, Lord, what would you have me to do? Whatever it is, Lord, I say yes. I say yes in the morning. I say yes in the noonday. Yes in the evening. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'll do what you want me to do. I'll say what you want me to say. I'll go to my community and live the life accordingly. I will love my sisters and brothers. I will serve you to the best of my ability. Together, we must unite ourselves and say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That's a, a powerful statement that God gave to Dad Mason. And we don't need to let that go. I don't do well with notes because I have to talk. But I'm here to challenge every woman today in all areas of ministry to get in unison. We don't need to fight one another. We don't need to be jealous of one another. We have a host of evangelists throughout the world. And I've been given some instruction about evangelists and traveling evangelists. You've got to be real careful what you do, how you do, what shape your home is in so that you won't become all messed up. Jesus give us good sense. And we have sense enough to know that if we have a family, our family come first. Satan has made an awful attack on the family structure to where mothers are having their daughters to be their sisters. Mothers don't want to be mothers anymore. And so that way the daughter gets to do anything she wants to do because she has no respect for mother. But there's no way in the world a mother can be a sister to that daughter. If you do that, you're going to cry because she's going to go her way and you will have no control over her. But if we follow God's direction, we can help to turn this world around. Mothers in Zion, don't give up yet. Because you got a little arthritis, don't give up. Little back problem, don't give up. You be busy for the Lord. You may not have a chance to testify and tell of God's greatness because they don't have testimony service no more. But find yourself somewhere, huh? To get some little girl some aside and let them know that Jesus loved her. Stare her in the right direction. We don't have church mothers actively moving anymore. We got a seat over in the corner. But we've gotten nervous and scared and we don't even talk to the little girls anymore. And we wonder now why they, the little girls now don't have any feeling for boys. But there's a whole lot that mothers can share if they will share, if they're allowed to share. But find some way to do it. But mothers, you got to be sweet mothers. You got to be sweet mothers. You can't be mean, hateful mothers. 
And I know I'm zigging and zagging, but it's okay. You need to be sweet mothers so when you talk to the daughters, you can talk to them with love so that they would resent you and not want to hear you because you've experienced what they're trying to experience. Amen? And you can help them. It hurt my heart when I see little girls don't want to be girls anymore because it's a wonderful thing to be a nice little girl. I enjoy being a woman. I don't want to be nothing else and you won't see me dressing like nothing else. Because I'm glad that God made me a female and put my skirt on and put my dress on. Woo. Our world is in trouble. We need some godly image. I will never forget the words of Bishop J.O. Patterson Sr. He said to the women of God that we got to be careful how we dress. And that's when a lot of complaint came out with the habits. They didn't like the habits. But he says, your attire is your secret testimony. What you look like testifies for you. And I don't care, you can tell me it's comfortable and all that kind of stuff, but I'm comfortable with my skirt on. And it's easier to put on a skirt. Ooh, I don't intend to bother y'all today. But women, we gotta stand up for who we are, where we are. I don't want nobody mistaking me for a man. It's your identification, your outward appearance and your way you carry yourself. It's your outward appearance. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm 88 years old, but I feel good when I walk on Delta Plane, and I've flown, they say around 3 million miles or so in the last 17 years, but when I get on Delta Plane, they respect me. They compliment me. They talk about my pearls and my, my dress and my hat and all that stuff. I'm proud to be a woman. I don't want to be nothing else. Church of God in Christ has some of the most beautiful women in the world. Don't destroy your beauty. Just hold on to your beauty. Hold on to your representation. You represent Jesus. You don't need to be like everybody else. Because I'm a child of the King. And it's good to be pleased with yourself, to know that God has made you who you are. 
And if I live to be a hundred, which I'm aiming for, I'm going to still be a, I mean, you know, a little old. You're getting older all the day, every day, and you ain't going to look the same. But I tell you what, I'm going to try to look the best I can look. Sometimes my daughters now, I go to shop a little bit and come back and put a dress on they haven't seen. And they look at it and they say, Ma, now that dress looked too young. I said, well, I'll tell you what, I went to the women's section. And I looked for my size. And I said, I, I ain't violating no law because this is a woman's dress. And I am a woman. I plan to be one until Jesus called me home. But there's nothing wrong with looking like you're a child of the king. You may not have but a few pennies in your pocketbook, but carry a big one anyway. Make them think you got something. Church of God and Christ women are great women. People are recognizing us. They want to be like us. I'm going to take my seat because I see my family standing up. But I love the Lord. Young women, if you want to be blessed, I'm a blessed old lady. I'm a blessed 88-year-old woman. And all of the days of my life wasn't easy. I had some hard times. I had some good days. But I had more bad days. But the song said, my good days. Hey, my good days has outweighed my bad days. So, but all the things that you had to go through, all the things I've experienced in life, I still say I won't complain. Because God, I say God, has been good to me. And I give him glory. I give him praise. And when I think of his goodness, in the midnight hour, I, he wakes me up with a praise in my heart. Lord, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for being so good to me. Keeping me in my right mind. I could have lost my mind. But the Lord kept me in my right mind. I can maneuver for myself. I thank God I have children with great ability who can help me. You know what I want them to help me with? I let them help me. But get down to the nitty-gritty, I can do what I want to do myself. Holy women of God, God has made you. God has blessed you. Be what he wants you to be. Say what he wants you to say. Live like he wants you to live. And then you can throw your shoulder back and say, I'm a child of the king. I'm a child of the king. And God will certainly bless you. We got these ladies to install. I'm not through, but I'm going to stop. Because when the Lord delivered me from stammering and I had a problem bringing words out, stumping my feet, trying to get the word out, 
God cut loose my stammering tongue and gave me to talk and I can talk for two, three hours. It doesn't bother me at all because the Lord has delivered me. But I know we have to go other things to do and uh, we're not going to hold you any longer. We really could have gone on and do the installation after Dr. White finished doing the morning manor. And we thank God for morning manor birthed by Bishop G.E. Patterson. And thank God for Bishop Blake who gave, gave it over to the women that we could have morning manor. Don't you know that we were, had a wonderful time this morning? He didn't have to do that, but he was so kind to give us that time since it come on Friday that we could do this. So that's why I hope the offering went good because we don't want him to take it back. And we want to support our general church. I feel like going on. I feel like going on. But the cheater, the trials come on every hand. I feel like going on. Oh, I feel like pressing my way. I feel like pressing my way. We haven't given the benediction yet, ladies. Though trials come on every hand, I feel like pressing my way 